Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park If the roar of the crowd gives you goosebumps, cashing a slip makes you grin, and above all, you love making your bookie cry, then you're in the right place. The number one spot for premier betting advice and wild opinions, shared with a fan base like no other. Welcome home. This is the Punch List MMA Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dale Lippin and Trey Van Buskirk. What is going on? How is everybody, man? It's your boy Dale Lippin in here, but none other than Trey Van Buskirk. Trey Van Buskirk, how are you? I've been better. You've been better. Uh, the last time I talked to you, you were calling me uh, or asking me to call you at midnight because you had um, some investment ideas that you wanted me to deep dive with you on. Is it? Does that <laughs> well, all right? Why? I, this is not like comedic by any means this is real talk right now why do the best investment ideas always come to you when you're like 10 beers deep and you're just hanging out with your brother because your brain <laughs> i agree i agree with this i i think some of the, the i think some of the most insightful conversation i think some of the world's problems um uh, or most of the world's problems could just be solved by some dudes sitting around a fire drinking some beer and i think i think what it hap- what happens is is it unlocks that part of your brain that constantly tells you you're in like a modern day like survival setting right like right you just you you realize there's safety in numbers you realize there's this ability to just let your guard down in the brain for whatever reason whether it's your um what do they call that uh your pineal gland or whatever the case may be just sort of pumps that that good that that good idea elixir and uh, just lets it loose, bro. Okay, hold on. Let's, let's, I need to unpack that for a second. Yep. My, my penal gland. That's uh, you're referring to my penis. Nope, nope. And nope. then you said pumped. Um, yep. So I'm pumping my penis, and that's where the good ideas come from. It could be. It could be. I mean, how right. often have you just been sitting there, sort of like rolling the boys around in your fingers, you know, and just gotten a good idea? You know what I mean? You just kind of just you know playing the playing the little violin on the boys, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, so. I'm not a learning doctor, but I know what the penal gland is. I, it's the thing that's calcified by the fluoride that they put in the water. They're trying to dumb <laughs> us down and make us slaves to the machine, bro. <laughs> you know what? Being that we are an MMA podcast, I feel like we should are inject we? <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> um, I feel like we should inject into this podcast a little bit of like, I don't know, health related stuff. Oh. I want to ask you if you think this is healthy at all because. Mm. You keep talking about the fluoride in the water. Yeah, 100% not healthy. For the longest time I can remember, Dale, 
Mm-hmm. I'm the type of guy that I must be 80 years old. I wake up in the middle of the night and I just go over to the sink and I take probably a gallon drink of sink water before I go back into the bed. Okay. What's wrong with that? Well, it's not where the fluoride is. Yeah. I, unless you have a filter that specifically removes the fluoride from your water, you're going to get it no matter where you're drinking it. Yeah. So I don't understand why that's a big deal though. Cause there's fluoride in toothpaste and that makes you look good. It makes you look good, but you can also get tooth powder that doesn't have fluoride in it and works just as well. Oh, that's like that. Don't say that. That's like that Sprouts Tom brand and your breath smells like shit. Does your I breath smell know. like shit? My breath does not. I'm a minty, fresh, uh, freaking Hungarian god when I blow this peppermint <laughs> all over you. Oh, that's <sighs> good. Oh, I yeah. caught it. Yeah. Uh, look, here we go. Matt, come on. Check this out. I, I mean, you can't even bring this up. Look. Fluoride fucks with your pineal gland. I stopped ingesting it and I've started dreaming again. Exactly. Exactly. If let me, let me put it this way. If you're over the age of 25 and you don't wake up rock hard full mass, stop put stop ingesting fluoride. Stop with your fluoride toothpaste and you'll you'll go back to getting the dreams you got when you were 13, 14, 15 years old again. Wow. Yeah. I'm te- learning something every day. I'm telling listen, I'm telling you there we 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 got away from talking about this. Go outside. And sun your balls. Put some freaking UV rays on the boys. It will change everything. It's a game changer. Yeah, I know. It doesn't have to be a lot. It doesn't have to be a lot. 15 minutes, two times a week. Get some vitamin D on your bees. That's all you do. All right. There you go. There's the health injection that we needed. That's the injection. That's right. All right. Um, Bro, we had a great week last week. Yeah? (laughs) Well, you downplay it. We did. We've been in a rough spot, but last week we grabbed our penal glands and we said we own that card. Yeah. Okay. This I, I don't know anybody that's doing well this year. Like no. I don't I don't know a lot of people that are just like, oh, I'm killing the MMA game this year. There's a couple. I I, I do want to I don't say I don't know anybody. There's a couple people that are doing fairly well this year. Um, but by and large, I think most of your prominent people in this space aren't having like banner years. They have, they're having great cards here and there, but I don't think anybody's going, I'm smashing 80% like they used to. No, absolutely not. 2022 has been tough. It's been tough. It's been tough. And the people that are smashing it, they're going heavy chalk, dude. That's just not Mm. our speed. That's not our speed. That's not our speed. Yeah. That's not our style, but yeah, we went nine and one. Uh, what was the, we had one miss. What was the one miss? It was the, it was probably one of the fights I picked. It was probably one of my plays. If yeah, it absolutely was one of your plays. Yeah, I bet it was. Let me look. Let me find yeah, it real quick. Yeah. What didn't hit last week? It was. See, it's interesting because you send out about 500 plays as if we're going to war. I'm mm-hmm. like a doctor, the learned doctor, dude. I ah. send you three plays that are just surgical. Yeah. And they all hit. Fokradidinov, TKO sub. That's, That's the right. one that missed. He That's fucked us. He fucked yeah. us. He went out and he blew his wad first round. He went out there swinging like a crazy person, no technique, got tired, and then just had to wrestle to stay alive. I mean, ultimately got the unanimous decision, but it was ugly. It was a uh, fuck. No, sir, off. I won't have it. I won't have it. Yeah. We were close a couple times, but he just really didn't have much killer instinct. Uh, yeah. Jeff Molina, Moneyline, an absolute gift. <laughs> an absolute gift from the MMA gods. Even Molina thought he lost that fight. As long as Zomagulov won that fight. Let's just be clear. I, that is agreed 1,000%, but you're burying the lead, sir. Okay. I know, uh, what you, I know what you're doing there. 
I'm just going down our I'm going down our thing. No, you're not. Yes, I literally have our card pulled up. I was just going down from the top. Oh, I thought you, you were going to bring in Molina. the controversy of, of Molina. Oh, the freaking gay stuff on the shorts. <laughs> yeah. Who cares about that? Okay. <laughs> you want to say something about it before I say something? No, I don't. I just felt like you were baiting it. And now, go ahead, no. good sir. No. Uh, first of all, I'm calling Bull. I'm, I'm calling Bull. Nobody was messaging him anti-gay stuff. It's 2022. The To be honest with you, the only people... I oh man, let me. How careful do I want to be here? Not, not. We we literally we have stayed at the same amount of Instagram followers because we've been shadow banned for the past two and a half years. So, whatever. Okay. <laughs> the, the idea of the word homophobic would indicate that I'm scared of you for being gay or something about you being gay makes me uncomfortable. That's just not true at all. To be honest with you, I I personally exist in a more uh, despite my foul mouth and a more conservative and traditional style household and way of life, I don't particularly care how you like to get your rocks off. It doesn't bother. It, it doesn't care. I don't care about that one bit. Um, our attorney for this show that our LLC is filed under, um, she has a wife and is a great friend of mine. I don't care anything about what her and her wife do in the context of their own home. It matters not to me whatsoever. I don't care. Now, that is a level of indifference, not a level of like um, prejudice. I just don't care in the same way that I don't care what you and your wife do in the context of your own home. It doesn't matter to me at all, at all. As long as you're not being like domestically abused, I don't care about what you do in your house at all. I, it really doesn't matter to me at all. And even if you did, I, if I didn't know, it wouldn't be any of my business. So this idea that you have to go out and you feign courage so that you can receive adoration for oppression that doesn't exist. That's what I have a problem with. Everybody so badly wants to be oppressed so that they can feel courageous, so they can feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves, whether it be this movement or another movement. It's just, it's nonsense. It's like this idea of wanting to be brave when you haven't done anything worth bravery. It's, I, I, I don't, I don't buy into it. And all that to say about Jeff Molina, it's bullshit. Nobody was messaging that dude going, Oh, you, I can't believe you wore the rainbow shorts. Nobody even knew he was wearing rainbow shorts. It wasn't, <laughs> nobody paid attention to that. It's literally your name on the side. You wore the Muay Thai shorts with the slit. Your name was cut in half. Nobody paid attention to it whatsoever. Nobody paid attention. Nobody cares. It literally nobody cares. They they want to fake this narrative that everybody's out there looking for stuff to go. Oh, what about this? And what? Nobody cares, Jeff. And you're just bringing that on yourself. You're bringing that on yourself by creating a faux situation that never happened. It's it's nonsense. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. No one should give a shit what anyone else's speed is. Great example, Dale. Real quick, um, yeah. went to work today. Um, mm. I've been doing a lot of these like offsite meetings, so I need like some type of tablet or um, a computer. I'm not gonna bring my whole laptop. Mm. So, took this to work today. Nice. It's okay. a Amazon yep. Fire Seven Kids tablet with um, a pink bumper around it. Uh, I have one of those. Yeah. Um, and granted there's like every frozen movie downloaded on it, but yep. I was able to get my emails done. I yep. owned it like a boss. I was like, yeah, this is my fucking iPad. You got a problem with it? I didn't yep. think so. Let's close this deal, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then I they, don't... they walked away and I said, good day, sir. 
I said good day. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> dude. I don't. I I have one of those in. I have two of those in blue and one in mm-hmm. pink. So yeah, there you go. Those things are very boring. convenient. Who cares? Who freaking Who cares? cares? Who cares? I, I, that's what I'm saying. So Jeff Molina, you're you're faking controversy to take uh, away from the fact that you were gifted a fight. You're absolutely gifted a fight. Uh, Carolina came back and won a fight. God, and you know what? KK's I don't want to bring in like a love story into this at all, but the drama and her falling to her knees and sobbing after it just it it, it touched my heart a certain way, Dale. It did. It, it really pulled at the strings. Yeah, well, your your muscle babe retired too. There was a lot going on there. That was a roller coaster of a fight. <laughs> Carolina wins after dropping five in a row, and then your muscle babe Felice Herrig immediately retires. It's insane. I literally went from like penal glands to like full on notebook status. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Fakhradinov won, but he did so in unconvincing fashion. You want to talk about your horrific Alonzo Menafield take? Yes. Yes. You want to just. Well, I didn't. You see frauds better than me. You called it a fraud from the start. You know, the uh, the tan photos showed one thing. You were right, dude. What am I going to say? You were right. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Gunner says he absolutely wasn't gifted a fight. He won that twenty nine twenty eight clearly. Okay. Cool. I, I, I. The word robbery is just in the lexicon of coming out. I. I. I scored the fight for Zlogus. Right. Um. If you. This. Basically, what happened with Molina and Zlogus Umagulov is the same thing that happened with Ketlin Vieira and Holly Holm. It was almost an identical. No, it was an identical fight. You had one person with significantly more strikes, another one with significant more control time. Like Ketlin Vieira, vastly outstruck. If I'm not mistaken, I could. I'm about to get roasted here if I'm wrong. Ooh. I can't remember. Uh, I believe Ketlin had more. Significant- <laughs> if you can't remember, just go uber confident with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sir. So yeah, Ketlin Vieira completely outstruck Holly Holm, but Holly Holm had more cage time or clinch time or vice versa. Whatever, doesn't matter. Um, I mean, listen, I have no problem. I let's put it. Okay. I'm stuttering on my words here. 30, 27 for Molina is an all time bad card. Mm. That's an all time bad scorecard. Mm. 30, 27 is an all time bad card. Mm. All right. Um, Joe Selecki, the other gift. Great. Fantastic. The, if, I mean, the point, um, the point being taken basically saved Joe Selecki. Uh, I don't, I don't know, man. That was a bad fight. Uh, Trezano Almeida inside the distance. Boy, uh, we said a play for Almeida was a play inside the distance, or a play for, inside the distance was a play for Almeida, and that came to fruition. It almost uh, happened in round one, right off the rip, dude. and in round two. I mean, we literally people were like, Trezano can't finish him. Um, we had exchange drops in round one and round two, and then ultimately. The end coming. Uh, Silva by TKO sub. We called sub on the show, but switched it TKO sub inside the distance uh, when we went through our final breakthrough or breakdown right before we signed off, and that paid dividends. Plus 260. Big hitter there. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. By the way, I'm scratching my nose a lot. I did not do any like booger sugar or anything, but mm-hmm. man, it itches. So if you're seeing this on the live stream right now, my apologies. There's just something going on. It itches like a motherfucker. Um, it's because you're old and you're getting a lot of nose hair now. No, uh, no, 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 that's oh, your yeah. speed, dude. I that, know. That's you. That's you. Ode Osborne, uh, Zaruk Adeshev. Ode slept him first, what, 15 seconds? Bad. Yeah. Real yeah. bad. Yeah, real bad. Um, and then we hit on the Menafield TKO sub uh, prop as well, minus 180. Again, 
gift, an absolute gift. Um, I texted you beforehand and I said, this Alonzo Menafield line and TKO sub prop is going to be one that we're going to look back on and wish we told people to just absolutely unload on. And he went out and dominated from pillar to post, put him in a crucifix and just, just, just expose them for the fraud that he is. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, anything else happened this weekend? Um, no. No? All right. Well, before we get into breaking <laughs> down UFC Singapore, uh, UFC 275 taking place this uh, Saturday night, Singapore, uh, I just want to remind you guys, one, it's going to be taking place at a normal time, which is wild. And then two, we are not doing anything for the road to UFC events. It's just complete degen action, betting on a bunch of Chinese national fighters that we have no idea who they are or what they do. I mean, I'm all for degen action if you want to get after it, but don't message us asking us who's going to win. I, I have no idea. I, I don't know who these people are. It's of no consequence to me whatsoever. Uh, I will say this. If you want something worthwhile to do on Saturday, if you're not watching that, you can absolutely fire up the grill and use some steak classy meats. Uh, I had some Italian sausages last weekend. It was absolutely fantastic. Do some chicken breasts as well. The kids ate good. I ate good. The wife ate good all weekend long. Uh, got all that from Stay Classy Meats. Go to stayclassymeats.com and use promo code FISH. You can save 10% site wide. When you were, to, I didn't know. So the time for UFC 275 is actually like standard for what would it be here domestically if it was at the apex i think it's at six o'clock i think is when things are getting kicked off i'm not let me let me verify go ahead and do your no that's insane though because i was thinking about the do you call them the the singaporeans um maybe the singers the singers no fucking way it's the singers if it's the singers then then wow (laughs) no 630 is when the first prelim fight starts that's amazing. So what time is that for the singers? I have no idea. I, I don't know how to do the. Okay. Well, you know, singers, whatever. For us Americans who will be rocking American clothing, you want to wave the American flag, not the singer. <laughs> Go to ladiesclothing.com, type in the code punch. You're going to get 15% off site-wide. All right, Dale. UFC 275 with the singers yep. people. A lot of names that I'm really excited for you to pronounce tonight because, God, you're going to butcher it. No, nah, dude, I'm, do, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. First, uh, first prelim of the evening taking place. We got our boy back, uh, Jack Della Madalena taking on Ramazan Amiv. Amiv at 20 and 5. Della Madalena at 11 and 2. Boy, oh boy, buddy. Let's get after this, right? Uh, we've got producer Jake just ripping bowls in the back here. I mean, just just having a time. <laughs> he just started oh, laughing. I wait. I'm, I'm, no, God, it's not even the right fight. Damn it, dude. Still not even the right fight. What are you doing? <laughs> Jack Della Madalena. There. Hey, Ramazan Amiv. What's up? All right. Everybody in the chat, what's going on? MMA locker room. What's going on, buddy? All right. Uh, goodness gracious. All right. Madalena at a minus 150. Amiv at a plus 130. Look, this is this is interesting, right? This is a step up, obviously, in competition for Della Madalena. The boxing has looked fantastic. But we've got a different sort of animal, animal right here in Ramazan Amiv. He's going to come in. We, we know he's all torso, no legs. Um, and he's going to come out there and try to put that slug body on him and, and wrestle him. The The cardio will fail if he can't get it done in the in the first half of the fight. So what does Della Maddalena look like as the fight progresses? Our boys over at the Run It Back podcast are insanely confident with Jack Della here and say he's going to run through him, Eve. Mm. Do you feel the same way? 
I feel like it's a little bit of a tough matchup. I will say for like a Russian grappler type style in Ramazan Mamiv, he's not a very good grappler. Dude. Mm. He's just not. Um, mm-hmm. He's not good at actually cinching and holding a takedown. Someone that has relative good takedown defense or get up defense is able to get out of Ramiv's uh, half guard or even like, you know, almost like a like a half mount. Um, he just, he, dude, he doesn't hold his tight. He doesn't cinch down. Um, mm-hmm. So I think Jack, even if he does get taken down, he has an opportunity to get back up and exercise that boxing. If this goes to decision, you know, fantastic. Obviously the output's going to be there with Jack. Ramazan is someone that is literally going to put everything into a clinch heavy work, try and get a couple takedowns, going to drain the cardio tank in that first round. And this is Jack's fight to lose in the later round. So yeah, I'm, I'm there with the volume. I think this is a fair price. Actually. I feel like it, the money should come a little bit heavier on Jack uh, given you know, Ameev's not that great standing affair. I, what I think is interesting is kind of be the like the first. I mean, I guess Danny Roberts would fancy himself a boxer. Uh, so outside of maybe the Danny Roberts fight, which Ameev lost, uh, but that was a split decision. You know, David Zawada. I guess you know we're, we're, we'll throw him in the, in the striker category. Nicholas Stolze. Uh, Stolza and then a loss to Anthony Rocco Martin. Not really the the, the level of hands that we're going to see out of Jack Della here. So I think we're going to get some interesting action, some good, some exchanges, some prices that I that I'm interested in in this fight more than anything else here. Trey is that you can get um, fight won't start round two and fight that won't start round three at plus money. So fight won't start round two, you can find at plus 350. So if you think Jack's going to start quick and be crispy, or you think um, that his submission defense game might be lacking, might be something to consider. And then fight won't start round three. That gives you both men, both action, and you can get that at plus 160. Um, Five Dimes has that even at plus 200. So not a bad look there. And then Madalena by KO TKO is available at plus 320, which I think, if I'm being honest, is his path to victory here. The hands look good. You know what I feel really safe about? What's does not start round three? Plus 160. Plus 160. I love that, dude. Not only are you getting a Ramazan who's going to just blow his load in that first round, but you're also going to get the adrenaline dump of being in front of the singers, dude. I like that. I also like that extra five minutes. I'm all about it. All right, so fight doesn't start round three plus 160, you think? I like it, dude. I like it. What about a little sprinkle on Jack by KO? Dude, are you kidding me? Uh, Well, think about it. Let's just think about it. Let's (laughs) put a pin in it. You want to pencil it and circle back? Yo, I would never use that verbiage because fuck that. Dude, you are Mr. Corporate now. You literally are going, I I had to take my – I need a tablet for my off-site visits. Bro, you, you just tried to pos- no, you just tried to pizzacky me, and you know I don't align with that. You just yeah. try to gen pizzacky me, dude, and I don't appreciate it at all. Circle back. Yeah, how dare you? I've been circling back with people way before Jen Pizzacky. No, she trademarked that, and now if you use it, you know, you yeah, know, you know. She if you if if you use it, she visits you in the middle of the night and sucks a little bit of your soul out of your nostrils. At night because she doesn't walk in the day. She's not a day walker. She's not a day walker. She has to, they have to put special fluorescent lights wherever she goes because if it's real UV, she'll catch on fire. Can't concur. Okay. Never heard that. <laughs> never. I've never, I've never, I think I believe it's I concur. Um, but yeah. 
whatever you said works too. All right, Ruggiero Bontarine at 16 and four, taking on Manel Cap at 17 and six. To be honest with you, Trey, this is probably the fight I'm the most torn on. Well, because what type of cap are you going to get? Yeah. Bontarine's at a plus 190 here, which seems like insane value against Manel Cap coming in at a minus 225 over on rounds being at two and a half. This, historically speaking, what we have found in the post-COVID era that Brazilians don't travel well. The the more time zones Brazilians have to cross over, the 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 more poorly they they perform. And Rogério Bontarine, I'm not, I don't know if he's living in Brazil still or not. Doesn't matter. I'm just calling him Brazilian for the sake of calling him Brazilian here. Sick. He is, you know, th- that's one thing that we're, that I'm looking at. But also just the weird inconsistency of Manel. It's like when he's on, he's one of the best in the world. But when he takes the fight off, he's just he's like a Yoel Romero. He's like a uh-huh. little Yoel Romero. He just lives in really exciting bursts. And then outside of that, you're like, why do I like this guy again? Yeah, I'm not really yeah. sure why I like this guy. Oh, and then he's oh, he's, he's terrifyingly scary and fast. But then he's boring. Like, oh, man, why do I like this guy again? So I think there's I think there's something interesting about this fight. It's definitely a um, a slow versus fast dynamic. Thinking maybe inside the distance might be a play here because I like Bontarine. I like Bontarine's sub game, and I like Manel to be able to utilize the bull rush of Bontarine against him because he's a fantastic counterfighter and maybe snuff him a little bit. Just just get him out of there. I don't like that. I don't like that because, dude, when Manel came over to the UFC, he was one of those few fighters that I was like, oh, shit, dude. Yes, finally. Get ready. This is like – it almost had this like Davison Figueroa uh like mystique to it like this kind of oh. like badass villain coming in that's just gonna like fuck shit up right mm. but then what did he do he stood in the pocket and just stared he watched <laughs> the fight unfold he never actually engaged so you know we have seen him you know he did that two fights in a row and i think on his third fight he kind of said all right fuck it like my back's up against the wall i gotta prove myself in a new promotion here so what he goes out and like murders it was it like Ode osborne or something like that like yep. flying knee Dude, those are the type of things I want to see the explosion. I want to see that, um, you know, even when he is throwing and he can be devastating, he gets caught more so watching the fight unfold, which makes me want to lean later into the fight. Um, dude, exactly what he said, man. What, what type of Manel are you going to get? I think he's yeah. the one that's going to win this fight. And I feel safest at a money line play, not safe enough to put him into parlay. So I'm really going to avoid this fight at all costs. Because minus 225, what am I going to do? I don't, Bontarine hasn't beaten anybody the caliber, like hasn't beaten anybody of the caliber of Manel Cap. Hasn't beaten anybody. Like right. his wins, at least inside the UFC, Matt Schnell, Julian Paiva, and Magomed Bubliatov. That's wow. it. Say, say that last name again. I think it's Bib, Bib, Bibliotov. Michael Buble. Is that what Michael you said? B- he beat Michael Buble. <laughs> Julian Paiva and Matt Schnell. Matt, the same Matt Schnell that was on a, on an MTV show. That's who Rogerio Bontarine's beat. But he's big. He's muscular. He's got good subs. He hits hard. Um, you know, it depends. He could get he could get weird here against Manel. But you talked me into it, dude. I think Manel Cap might be the play here. Yeah, it might be the play here. Uh, Austin, late to the program, says, "How much of the fights have we actually gotten into, bro? Two. We're two in. Did, this was." The pacing's terrible here, so you're good. 
Hey, do you think that Michael Buble is the modern day Frank Sinatra? Uh, he wants to be. He he wants to be. He would be rock hard if he heard you say that. That's that's exactly what he wants. He wants to croon. I mean, would you would you be more so to put him like with a Frank Sinatra or like a Dean Martin kind of guy? Wasn't Dean Martin black? Nope, that was Sammy Davis Jr. Okay, then possibly. Who were there four members (laughs) in the rat the Rat Pack? Sammy Davis Jr. Dean, yeah. I was about to say Dean Spanos. <laughs> nope, don't know who that is. He's the, the surfer, for, the owner of the Chargers. Um, Dean Martin, Sinatra, Frank Sinatra. Who's who wasn't was Elvis at one point? No, Elvis was not part of the Rat Pack. Okay, there's, oh, there's five, five members of the Rat Pack. Producer Jake, who are who are they? What are you, he's, he's, what are you waving me in? No, you come in. He says he says five with his hands, but then he doesn't even have it. How do you know that, but you don't know off the top of oh, your he's head? He's literally head. screaming at you off he's screen. Nobody gets flipping out right he's now. He's so furious. Um, what's your favorite Frank Sinatra song while he's looking that up? New York, New York. Really? It has to be. Why? Why does it have to be? Because if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. And oh, that's kind gosh. of been my entire life. But have you ever been to New York? I think once. Right. So why did that why <laughs> why does that resonate with you at all? Well, because it's just more of like an analogy for life. You know what I mean? No, I don't understand that. So if you can make it in Des Moines, Iowa, you can make it anywhere? Possibly. What's yours? Uh, Fly me to the moon. Because of GameStop? (laughs) (laughs) No, because I think it's just a good song, man. It's a good song. You don't like Fly Me to the Moon? No, it's a great song. It's just, I don't know. New York, New York is so much more powerful. I mean, do you watch the ball drop? Uh... (laughs) <laughs> mm. no, sometimes all right uh producer jake says the rat pack was an informal group of entertainers the second iteration of which ultimately made films and appeared together in las vegas casino venues they originated in the late 40s and early 50s as a group of a-list show business friends such as errol flynn nat king cole mickey rooney frank sinatra and others who casually met what at the holmby hills home of humphrey bogart and lauren bacall in the 1960s the group featured frank sinatra dean martin Sammy Davis Jr. and Joey Bishop. So it's four producers. Yeah, thought, thoughts and prayers to Joey Bishop because <laughs> I've never heard that man's name before. I've never heard. Do you know any name one Joey Bishop song? Who is that? I have exactly. All right. Uh, let's see here. Dude, we got a rematch on our hands for the next fight. You know that. Right? I know. Can you read the odds real quick? I ran out of cut water and we're only three fights in. It's going to get okay. loopy this episode. Yeah, man. Cool. Do what you got to do. We got a rematch on our hands, folks. <laughs> oh, gosh. Arguably one of the greatest fights of all time, if not the greatest women's fight of all time. We get a rematch. Zhang Wei Li at 21 and 3, taking on Joanna Yonjecha. I just want to call her Joanna Champion. Maybe she's just champion in my heart, champion in our hearts. Joanna Champion, 16 and 4. She is the underdog here. We are getting Joanna Champion at underdog money. If you're telling me, if you're telling me, that I get to play Yoana Yanjecek plus money. I get to employ women's science on Yoana Yanjecek all day, every day. I'm taking it plus 140 against Zhang Wei Li. Zhang Wei Li got the short haircut now. She ain't doing nothing. She's literally just lost. She's a sea, she's a boat adrift in a, in a Chinese sea, not sure where to go, what to do. She just chilling. She literally, Rose got in her head, flipped her upside down. Yoana uh, Yanjecek plus money. Come on, bro. Come Dale, on. Dale, what about ring rust, bro? It's been two years. 
I don't know. Chat says, Joanna going to get her shit beat literally. Post on IG going to the beach every other week. Whaley is literally pure muscle mass. Yeah, I will say that there is a little bit about that. But what's Joanna supposed to do? She lives in South Beach. Is she supposed to literally just live inside the gym? You live at the beach. What what good is living at the beach if you don't go to the water? Mm, that's true. But she and she is her beach buddy is uh Jazari, dude. And they're just smoke show of the jiu-jitsu game, you know. So they're just out there just training, dude. You know what I mean? She's friends with Jazari. Yeah. Matura. Yeah. I didn't want to say her last name because I can't do it and I'm gonna look like an amateur. Is it Matuda? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Does it cannot matter? confirm? Cannot confirm. Cannot concur. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know, man. Uh, Yoana plus money, man. I don't care about ring rust. That doesn't bother me at all. And she's from Poland. Doesn't bother me at all. She's from Poland too, so she's used to making that flight. Okay. Okay. Are you on Sean Whaley here? Well, I mean, what? She's two and two in her last four since that fight. She's been more active, but you, like you said, she's carrying a lot of mental baggage, dude. Um, sometimes consistency is good. Other times it's, it's not good because you start to understand more flaws about your games, areas for improvement. Joanna has literally been circling and looking back at, a, at film for the past two years, centrally focused on one fight that she's getting back here. She sees the one flaw that she had in that fight, which by the way, I think Joanna won that fucking fight. I don't care. I'll fucking say it. Mm. Mm. So I think the output, the cardio, the style that she presents. And to be honest, Waylay, dude, she's been dropped a couple times. Um, she's fragile, dude. She's fragile. How about how about the idea that that Joanna is one and one in rematches throughout her career, with the exception of Valentina Shevchenko and Muay Thai fights where Valentina beat her up all the time. So like MMA, she's one and one as far as rematches go. Mm-hmm. Do we want to do we want to put any weight into that at all? No. Okay. What makes you think? I mean, ATT is kind of. I mean, uh, ATT is in a bad spot right now. I know that's what I was gonna say. They kind of suck right now. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, how about your boy, your uh, your girl KK, credited Yolanda with helping her get ready for the Felice Herrick fight. Mm. Said without Yolanda, she wouldn't have been there and wouldn't have won. So maybe you want to take a more analytical, big brain approach to fighting, you know, pouring into others. What do you think? KK beat an over the hill muscle baby, broadly, broadly broadcasted. I'm retiring fighter. Like that was the lock of all locks. Um, Hmm. hmm. I don't think you want to has the one punch power to get Whaley out of there. I no, think that's. But I, think I love that over two and a half. I think that's. I think one of the. I don't know, man. I I really want to play women's science on every women's underdog this week. I really do. I, I it's. I, I know that means going against Valentina, but I mean it's just it's huge money. It's so there's so many good plus money spots on women this week. Stop rubbing your leg like that, dude. You get so excited with women's underdogs. I literally have the knees of an 88-year-old man, and if I want to rub my knee because it's humid here, I'm going to rub my freaking knee. So if, You haven't been rubbing it the entire episode, but when we're talking about women's underdog, you just start stroking away, dude. You know what's crazy? is I have a foot massage machine underneath my desk here that I can turn on right now that would literally rub my feet while we do this show. You are 80 years old for I sure. Am. <laughs> you realize how poorly I've treated my body throughout the years? Like 
every single time I had a doctor say, you shouldn't play this week or you should take it easy. I was like, that <laughs> is for sissies. I will never do that. And then ultimately now when I'm nearing 40 years old, I everything hurts. Everything hurts, man. It all <laughs> sucks. I feel like if it, I came to your house, it would have all the old man like attributes. It would have like the clap on, clap off lights. I don't have like, those, unfortunately. You'd have all those like uh, those slippers that are like therapeutic, meant for like ninety year olds. I see. I don't wear everywhere. slippers because we have we have hardwood floors in the house, so slippers are really slippery, and then I'll fall. So I don't want to wear that because then I'll hurt my hip. You're a robe guy, though. You're definitely a robe a, guy. Definitely not a robe guy. I'm a basketball <laughs> short no underwear guy. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you see that you see my outline, uh, and I, ha I hang brain constantly. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, man. Take krill oil. Yeah, I could. I could take krill oil. I heard it's I heard it's a wonder drug, but I'm just not there yet, man. I used to do fish oil for a long time, and it's it just it made me burp a lot. Um, <laughs> it says tail rep and copper fit. Yeah, uh, bro, dude. we're we're trying to get sponsored by Copper Fit. If we can get if we can get Tommy Copper, uh, we'll drop Allegiance just like that. If I can get some Tom from some free Tommy Copper, who else is on Copper Fit's ambassador list? It's pretty heavy hitters, dude. I think it's isn't Brett Favre on there? Brett Favre, yeah. Brett Favre, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, to Keith's point, I could definitely get you on some roids back from the college days, dude. For sure, dude. You got that my roommate HGH. was on. That my roommate was on. Yeah, um, you got a little HGH <laughs> hanging out somewhere that I can that I can get rebuild some tendons here. All right, women's co uh, women's title fight is the co-main event of the evening. Valentina Shevchenko at twenty-two and three, taking on Talia Santos at nineteen and one. Wide lines here, Trey, probably unbettable for the most part from a money line perspective. Minus 550 for Valentina, as high as minus 600 in some spots. And Talia Santos at a plus 400, as high as plus 450 in some spots. Over, under on rounds is at three and a half. Traps set everywhere. Vegas wants all of your money, and they want it now. Where do you take this fight? How do you play this? What are you thinking when you see this? I'm actually quite shocked. I've obviously not seen these lines since uh, producer Jake put them in. Mm -hmm. This line came down significantly, Dale. I'm pretty yeah. sure it opened at a minus 710 mm. for Valentina. Um, it's possible. She's good. So people are a little bit scarred, obviously, from like uh, a freaking Amanda Nunez, um, mm. Juliana Pena type thing. A little sprinkle on the underdog here in a massively one-sided fight. Mm. Um, Talia Santos' one path to victory, everyone knows, is kind of that clinch-heavy attack. I'm going to lay and pray. But the thing is, what? She's, dude, she's a thick chick. That's like the only way she's going to win this. Do you she's think that Valentina... Bang. She's not going to stand... What? She's going to bang. She's going to stand and bang. She knows her one path to victory is keeping this fight in a clinch like distance. Like she needs to push this up against the cage, lay, pray, not let Valentina do anything uh, to generate space, get that outside jab working at all. Mm -hmm. The thing is, Valentina's fantastic on the ground, just no one's actually been able to close the distance. Um, so either way you look at this, whether she does close the distance or she decides to stand and bang, dude, let me bang, she's gonna get fucking pieced up, dude. This is a stupid fight. This is literally the UFC going, hey, okay, you know, here's another fucking, you know, meat to the to the lion. We're just gonna throw it in there. 
Mm-hmm. This is so stupid. They need to either I don't know what they need to do with this division, but it's fucking bullshit all the way around. No one will title contend against Valentina Shevchenko in our lifetime. You know what the vibe is here? Hmm. Chris Weidman versus Anderson Silva won. You literally just described Chris Weidman versus Anderson Silva won. Anderson Silva literally beats everybody. There's no one left for him to fight, so they take the only person that's on a win streak against anybody decent, and they go, you get the fight for the belt. And everybody goes, there's no way on planet Earth that Anderson Silva is going to lose. There's just no way that's going to happen. And Anderson's talking about what he's going to do after he beats Chris Weidman and wanting to box Roy Jones Jr. and all these other things that he wanted to do. Maybe I'll move up to light heavyweight and fight John Jones, right? All these things were happening. He goes out there and he gets slept. What is Valentina talking about? Oh, the the women's bantamweight division is wide open now with with Amanda and 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 uh juliana maybe i will become a double champ maybe i will move up and fight oh but you know talia santos is pretty good i'll fight her in singapore i don't care i've traveled the world i'm a russian spy well blah 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 um you better be taking talia santos very seriously here because this has got shades of anderson versus chris weidman written all over it and i'm telling you i don't feel in my heart of hearts that this is going to be a walkthrough it seems ridiculous (laughs) All right, bro. All right, bro. Man. When she came into the UFC, who did she lose to? Whatever. What? Mara Barella. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Someone that loses to Mara Barella is going to come in and beat Valentina Shevchenko. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, Trey. She's had a little bit of a momentum run. She's beating people like Jillian Robertson. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, and sorry, sorry. She's faced vets, Trey. She's seen people that have actually like uh, have, have seen the game, seen the quality of competition. Roxanne Modafferi, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> oh, oh, and then JoJo Wood. Give me a fucking break, dude. You love JoJo. The quality of competition is not even the same stratosphere, okay. and who she has beat, who she has lost to. This is so dumb. Do not make a case for it. I'm saving you. Let's please move to the next fight. This is retarded. How are you going to play this fight? <laughs> how, it, how, tell people how to bet this fight then. Valentina inside the distance. Inside the distance. All right. Valentina inside the distance. Let me get your odds on it since that's what you want to play. It's probably still like a minus 300. But me likey because you know what? I like knowledge is power and mm-hmm. intellect. What? <laughs> Shevchenko inside the distance plus one thirty. Oh, women's underdog. We we defined this last episode. Technically, a prop on a heavy every favorite mm-hmm. at plus money is women's underdog. It's science. We take it. We run. I, I don't think that's the way that works. I know we said that, but I don't feel like it works that way. Uh, Valentina is the best female fighter in MMA history, in my opinion. Only losses are to other women who could claim that title. Man is up weight class. One of the losses was a toss-up. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I nothing. I, again, nothing. I'm saying takes away from that. That's juicy, dude. It's so juicy. I thank you, Matt. Thank you. I came uh, up with that. That was Trey. <laughs> okay. All right. A few moments later. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't you SpongeBob me? Don't you? Main event of the evening: Glover to Shara, thirty-three and seven, taken on Yuri Prohaska at twenty-eight, three and one. 
the champ is an underdog, plus 175 to the challenger, Yuri Prohaska, at a minus 205. Yuri is death incarnate. He is a destroyer of worlds. He is violence personified. He is also incredibly stupid. Oh. And fights like an absolute moron. And while that relentless pressure and knockout power and unorthodox nature will get him legions of fans and at this point, dozens of victories, the one thing it will not get him is an undisputed title on Saturday night. Mm. Glover Teixeira is going to win this fight. Can confirm. Glover Teixeira is going to win this fight. Glover Teixeira, <laughs> his boxing is too good and it is too crisp. Don't agree he, with that. Hold on. It's going to, I'm marking down. That was a stupid comment. Glover Teixeira's boxing is too good is a stupid comment. Yeah. What? It's not that it's sure it's good in its own lane, but dude, it is so black and white. He does the same shit every single time he strikes. Dude, fundamentals win championships. No, no, you got to evolve. No, you don't. Yes, you do. You literally got to show different looks. His combinations are the exact. Who is forty-seven years old? Only knows how to box in the most basic sense. And does jujitsu, and he's a world champion, dude. You don't need to evolve. Evolution yes, is bullshit. You got to give different looks. You got no, it. The blueprint is there. The blueprint for Glover to share, as it relates to his striking, is there. It's the it's the well rounded game that presents a completely different puzzle piece, and that is his ability to get fights to the ground and be dominant with that jujitsu. His your opinion? Such a, that's not, that's not my no, opinion. no, 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 no. I'm asking you what your opinion is. Without being funny, the three greatest fighters of all time. Your opinion, go. Hoist Top Gracie, your Uriah okay. Faber. Come on, without being funny. It's not Gr- funny, dude. That's a real thing. You think you, you think Uriah Faber is the second greatest <laughs> combat sports athlete that's ever lived on the planet Earth? Don't do that. All right, fine. Number one. Hoist Gracie. No, no, no. Yeah, Hoist Gracie, Matt Hughes. Um... Dude, it's your eye of favor. What evolution did any three of those men display? No, what what evolution? You literally said the three greatest fighters of all time, in your opinion. Have any did any of them evolve at all? No. None. None of them showed new looks. None of them evolved. None of that. None of that. Glover Teixeira. Glover Teixeira has changed. great the, Glover Teixeira has great boxing. Glover Teixeira hits like a truck. His his freaking chin is made of adamantium. He is reversing. He, he's he's aging in reverse. His jujitsu is next level. You can get you can get freaking Glover Teixeira by sub at plus three fifty. Are you yeah, I love kidding that. me? I love that. That's pretty. Are you money. kidding me? Did you have you seen Yuri's lot last loss? Have you seen it? Did you see what it was? No. When he, when he got slept. By King Mo. Oh my God! Yeah, Yuri <laughs> doing the same stuff he always does, running around with his hands down, moving his head around, charging forward, and guess what? Mo planted the feet, shot the right hand, 
and crushed him. Yeah. Crushed him. Do you explain to me how on God's green earth you think something different is going to happen on Saturday night? How is Glover need? Why does Glover need to evolve to let make that happen again? He has great hands. He literally needs to survive the kicks and the, like the jumping knees of Yuri. And if he can do that for seven and a half minutes, he's going to choke him unconscious or send him to the shadow realm. Glover Teixeira is not to be trifled with, and he's going to win on Saturday night, dude. No, you're right. No, you're right. And that I was going hard in the paint in your boxing comment, which I still agree with my own point. I will say I hate Yuri striking. It's unorthodox. He looks like Zorro out there. He's just constantly with that left hand doing this weird, like trying to make an X. Yeah. Whatever that shit is. And I will say this Dale. I don't know if it's like a religious thing or whatever, but unique hair like he has poses a threat, dude. It's kind of like we talked about Davison Figueroa with a stripe in his hair. Now that's manufactured, but the way that Yuri has his hair, there's something we need to talk about there. It is scary. It's just it's like the samurai code Bushido thing, and it's to be honest, you're, you're where where's Yuri from? Poland, Russia. You're not samurai, bro. You can live the way of the samurai, but you're not samurai. <laughs> you're not samurai. Nah, nah. Return He's to from your, the Czech Republic. Re, yeah, return to your people, bro. Cut your hair. <laughs> Stop being fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Your grandfather didn't die and bleed out in the mud for you to wear your hair like a fucking Bushido samurai, bro. That's not what he did that for. I can go back to your people, man. Ah, give the sword back, you bitch. Yeah, that's that's not that's not that's not you, man. Golly, man. Yeah. All right. So we're taking Glover by sub, juicing this thing from one seventy five to plus three hundred. Yeah, sure. I'm ta- I'll take Glover money line and by sub at plus three fifty, and then uh, uh, look here. Here's how you win this fight. Here, here's how you win. You take, hold on, let me pull this shit up. While you're looking at that, just I want the people to know, Yuri, because we're so enamored by what he did with Dominic Reyes, go back and watch his old fights, dude. The guy has no cardio. We saw him put on a dominant display with Dominic Reyes in that first one, going into like two and a half-ish rounds. But go back and watch him. He blew his load time and time again. This is a title fight. This is in a different country. There's so many different factors that are going to make that cardio tank drain just organically without him actually doing output. And when he does that stupid Zorro outside jab bullshit, and you have someone that's going to be doing just overhand lefts and constantly threaten to take down that cardio tank's going fucking done, dude, on E. To an outside perspective, it sounds like we don't like Yuri Prohaska. That's not the case at all. I actually really like the guy a lot. Um, I just don't. Why? I just don't like him against Glover. I loved him against Dom Reyes. We hammered him against Reyes. Why don't we like him? I I said from I said from an outside perspective, it would sound like we don't like Yuri because we're just talking shit on him. But it's at the sake to to hype up Glover. Well, yeah, I don't like his haircut. I'd like to talk to him about that. I don't like my hair right now. I look like some type of leprechaun. But you you look like you're going to sell me something that I'm eventually going to be pissed that I bought. I don't know, dude. I don't know what this wave is right now. I yeah, don't like it. Like uh, with that, can you can you go straight back with it, or does it have? To I be can, but the then time? it looks like I'm bald, and I've got a big forehead, which I don't want the people to see. Look at that. It looks like I'm like the brain from Pinky and the Brain. No, no, I actually think that's better than what you the current flop. Really, it's it's different. It's got a you, you got like it's like a it looks like a 
a, like a yeah like a wave it kind of looks like you know wave. what i like about your hair is just What's consistency up? it's just I, consistency i do what i can man except for when you shaved it then i was scared for my life well that's how i used to wear it for the longest time and then i just you know everybody was so pissed off and sent me weird messages and you saying shit like that i was like well i might as well just grow no, back just, out a little bit i guess no it's badass like the cool thing is no one's gonna mess with your family you know what i mean yeah. well that'd be fucking stupid to begin with um <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh yuri by ko tko minus 125 what's the point well, the point is, is that if, if you're undecided on how you want to play this fight, you can play Yuri at at a unit cost that will cover any loss if Glover wins. And then you play Glover at plus money at smaller units. So if Glover wins, you cover the loss on the Yuri play. Ah. You literally play both sides of the coin. Your profit, is, your, your profit is smaller, but it's guaranteed money. The only, the only problem that you would run into would be uh, Yuri by submission or yuri by unanimous decision which i we just that just doesn't seem likely at all yeah no so all right uh prelims i know you're excited about prelims you're a big prelim guy right well it's more so the names i'm excited for you to start to uh pronunciate some of these bad boys yeah man ramona pasquale taking on jocelyn edwards edwards at 10 and 4 pasquale at 6 and 3 ramona is at the underdog spot here, and she's coming in at a plus 145, plus 150. Depends on where you're at. Jocelyn Edwards, minus 160, minus 163. Over on rounds is at two and a half. Um, I want to lean into women's science here, but Ramona's so bad. Mm -hmm. Dude, she's really bad. She's a big girl, though. She's, she's really a big girl. Bad. She's Oh, she's big. She's big. Um but you know what I like about Ramona, Nick. dude, is she she's smart with her big girls. Is she? She's is she? Ramona Pasquale, Ramona pressure fuck. That's what she does. Um, wow. Not true. Oh, go ahead. It's absolutely true. true. I didn't she say will, not true. She will bull rush you. She will clinch heavy and she will try and lay and rain down some elbows. Hmm. The problem is if she's not able to shoot it and get that takedown. People piece her apart because she has no technical ability standing. Jocelyn, why this makes it really enticing, why I also want to lean into Ramona here, is Jocelyn is someone who accepts the takedown. And she doesn't, mm. and she thinks she's good at jiu-jitsu, but she's not good at jiu-jitsu. So you're going to have someone that thinks they're overtly confident in the jiu-jitsu realm and doesn't really, I don't think she has any submissions to her name. Producer Jake or Dale, correct me otherwise. And you've got someone that loves to kind of hang out in that half guard position, rain down elbows. I'm going with Ramona all day long, plus 143. She's got two wins by submission, both via arm bar. My thing with Jocelyn Edwards is her belly button is very strange. Very strange. Um, it like looks like pre-pierced? Uh, no, it looks like a little small wiener hanging out of her belly. Oh, she's got an Audi. It's real big, real thick and meaty. It's It's gross. It's like it's like her twin that she ate in utero, and it's like like the heel sticking out. It's a very gross belly button. That's intimidating. It's kind it of hot, is, huh? I mean, it's intimidating. It gets my penal glands. Oh my gosh, bro! It's so <laughs> gross. Um, Ramona fight IQ not good at all. I understand the pressure aspect. I understand the, you know the idea of her being a sub threat. 
she looked so bad in her last fight though man her cardio her cardio was terrible her hands are laughable they're almost yeah. forgotten um i really think that jocelyn edwards if she can keep this fight standing is gonna beat the shit out of ramona oh oh no i really do i want to take women's science here i i I don't know. Maybe Octagon Jitters got to Ramona the first time. I'm not sure, man. I don't feel confident in it at all, but women's fighting is such a toss-up. It's a literal casino. Mm-hmm. So, Josie Ann Nunez, she lost the... She dropped a unanimous, not-close decision to Josie Ann Nunez. Oh, man. I feel like we got to fade women's science here, dude. It just hurts. It hurts to fade the science. I will forego the science on this to cash in on the science on the Valentina fight. Okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. The the only, and here, here's why I think we have a good chance of this hitting is I feel very confident that the UFC did not fork out the money to fly Chris Tano and his bum ass out to Singapore to referee this fight. Right. Right. Yeah. The singers are going to eat him up. Dude, if we, if I turn this on at 630, and I see Chris Tanyoni standing in Singapore in the middle of the octagon. I'm going to lose it. What would you say to Chris Tanyoni if you just saw him in the street? I wouldn't be rude. I, w- I wouldn't be rude. Um, you wouldn't be rude. I wouldn't be rude. Um, but I, I, given the opportunity, like I wouldn't. If there was, if there was a form in which I could tell Chris Tanyoni that I don't appreciate <laughs> the, his style of officiating, and do so in like a manner where it didn't catch him off guard. <clears throat> Yeah. I would absolutely take like take the opportunity. Like if they had like a officiating forum where journalists um, could could provide feedback, I would I would absolutely bring his entire encyclopedia of fights into question and be like, let's talk about every one of these. Are you like you're like a reviewer type guy? What do you mean? Well, I mean, like the guy that like will do a product review on um, on a product mm-hmm. he receives, or like no. as a call with Verizon at the end, they're mm-hmm. like, "Will you take a two minute survey? Like, do you take the surveys?" I never do that. No, oh, okay. I, n- I literally never do that. I never review anything. Um, but you go lot- out of your way to review Chris Tyone. If I knew it, he was going to receive the feedback directly, yes. But I also yeah. wouldn't like approach him in a bar and be like, "Hey, Chris, you fucking suck." I wouldn't do that. I'm just that's. That's not my vibe. I don't. I don't act like I don't. Wouldn't want somebody to do that to me. I wouldn't. Do I'd that, do know? it. I would jump in front of him and I would do. I would be like, Chris, let them bleed, dude. Let them bleed. You know. No. Uh, <laughs> Keith says Dale strikes me as a big yelper. I. You know what? I use Yelp <laughs> in, in in essence to find places to eat, but I've never written a review on Yelp ever. Scouts on. Scouts on. I've never done that. Yeah. I actually. I. You know what? I would use Yelp more. I would write on Yelp if I could reply to other people's reviews. Mm. Well, That's what I want to do. Turn into a novel. Yeah. Well, like there's one, there's, there's a great one um, for a burger place. It's right down the street from my house. And one of the reviews says, I showed up there two minutes after close and they refused to make me a burger and serve me. I guess they don't want my business. One star. And I read that and I go, you literally admitted that you showed up after they were closed and then you gave them one star because they wouldn't serve you food after they were closed. You're an absolute moron. Welcome to America. Yeah. 
Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Austin says, "I'd love to tell her, Herb. I love Herb Dean, but I'd also like to tell him to get out of the way, as he's always in the way." Hundred percent. Herb Dean is either nowhere to be found, or he's in the way. Yeah, he's like a kid. You're literally wondering where your kid's at, or you're tripping over them. Yeah, that's how Herb Dean is. Yeah, he's so. a source of truth, though. He's a source of truth. What does that mean? It means like when there's these large disparities in in potential like fuck ups he becomes like the i don't know the the ultimate say of what the wrong and right decision is because of you know his tenure Hmm. okay i'm gonna more of that which is ridiculous because he sucks we've talked about this before who's your favorite referee oh um oh dude you're catching me off guard i'm too cut waters deep it's the guy with the short black hair um who always wears the Nikes? <laughs> Jaron Lavelle? No. God, I freaking love him. He's he's such an awesome ref. Why am a I serious Myra? No, dude. Keith Peterson. No, fuck non no nonsense, Keith Peterson. Dude, he's really pale. He's got black short hair. Um, you love him too. Why am I blanking right now? Mm. My brain. Mark Goddard? <laughs> No, he's like in shape, dude. Herzog, dude. Yes, thank you, Matt. Jason Herzog. (laughs) Jason Herzog, dude. Look at that, Matt. Everyone, dude. Dude, you literally were like this. It's like I'm like trying to get directions from my wife. The pale guy with Nike shoes. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, chat. I'm sorry. I don't look at. uh, I don't look at Herzog's shoes. Jeez, oh man. He is a fantastic ref referee, though. Sure. He is a he's a he's a fantastic ref, for sure. Um, I won't take anything away from him in that regard. All right, is it Na Leong? Is it Na Leong? If you're gonna yeah. lean into it, lean into it, dude. Uh, Na Leong taking on Sylvania Gomez Juarez. Uh, Leong at nineteen and five. Sylvania Gomez Juarez at 10 and four producer Jake's got to roll out producer Jake, do your thing, bro. We got you from here on out. Thanks producer Jake. Yeah. Producer Jake's got a grinder date. He just cannot possibly be late for. Mm. Mm. And he rolled out and he's out. Okay. Uh, Sylvania Gomez Juarez. Last time we saw her, she was getting beat by your girl from the glitter factory. Um, and now she's yeah. facing first team all violence and not Leong. Uh, Leong's at, at an underdog spot here. Women's science, first women's science play of the night. We have to, right? Oh. If you if you literally just got beat by Glitter Factory, you cannot be the favorite in a fight. You can't be. Yeah, yeah. I don't appreciate the Glitter Factory. It is a repu- reputable uh, line of work. Yeah. Uh, oh, for sure. World's <laughs> oldest profession. Well, no, 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 not exotic dancing. No, there's another world's oldest profession. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. I do not <laughs> want to imply. I'm sick. They're not in parallel. Uh, yeah. Um, Naliong, dude, not I'm actually shocked, dude. I thought she was gonna be a heavy, heavy favorite here. Mm, this, like you said, first team all violence in front of a hometown crowd. Like, this is what's gonna get the people going, dude. This is a girl that comes in, throws with ill intent, just fucking for the fences. Versus Silva Gomez is gonna be someone that's also gonna she she's notorious for taking the punch and then giving a punch. So you're putting two people in here, one who loves to throw and bite down the mouthpiece, plus someone who doesn't give a shit about getting clipped in the face and then giving one out. Huh. Amazing, dude. Plus 135, Na Leong, dude. I'm all about it. 
I don't know if it's a hometown fight for her. Um, it anyway, is for sure. Why do you say that? Because that's where she's from. Yes, she is. You know, Singapore and China are the same thing, right? Yeah, she's from Singapore. You sure? Yeah. You want to die on that hill? I will today. <laughs> <laughs> she's from Singapore. I think she is. All right. Is she from Singapore? Nope. She, are you serious? Yep. No way. I am. Wow. From China? Yep. Nah. Yep. She's no. Get that's it? In, that's, in, that's, in, that's, in, that's in Okinawa. That's oh, in Japan. Nah. Yeah. Uh, he, she's from Heliongyang, China, not Singapore. Yeah, that's where she's fighting out of. It's all right, though, man. You tried. Fuck. You did a great job, man. Ha, oh, nah. Oh, no. <laughs> Leon, no. Uh, Keith says, do you also want to not recognize Taiwan as a nation state, Trey? As a nation state? <laughs> Dale, back me up here, dude. <laughs> not touching Taiwan. <laughs> I'm not touching any of that. I don't care about foreign affairs at all. If it's not in the U.S., I don't care about it. Except for Australia. Good, good uh, damn American. If you don't speak English, I don't care. No, I'm just kidding. Um, honestly, I don't know enough about. <laughs> oh boy, this chat's getting spicy. We're not gonna say that. All right, uh, Dragon Girl's gonna get the win here. Gomez, come on, bro. You literally just got beat by Vanessa Dimopoulos. You cannot be a minus one fifty five favorite here. Let me uh, give me some Dragon Girl action. Just give me some Dragon Girl action, right? Man, is that her nickname? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> oh my gosh oh boy the wheels are coming off all right uh Yo kang taking on bana or dana batterjal uh Zhao at 12 and 3 Kung Yo kang at 17 and 9 thank you for the ticker update there over on rounds at two and a half deny at a minus 130 Kung Yo kang plus 110 uh, we're on Batterjal right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, he's a dead animal. He wears a dead animal hat. You have to. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah. If any sort of dead animal, I'm you. You're my Huckleberry. I, I got you. <laughs> Denies it, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, in in defense of Kung Yo Kang, very handsome, handsome guy. Uh, mm. good good looking dude. But deny Batterjal is going to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's right, that's my see. that's my super technical breakdown. All right, let's go to the next fight. Um, <laughs> real real quick, I I do think though that it, if you're looking at a guy like Kyung Yo Kang, um, coming off a loss to Ronnie Yaya, should let you know where he's at um, in life right now. Right, like wins over Brandon Davis and Teruto Ishihara, Guido Canetti, Michinori Tanaka. Not great, not great W's if we're being honest. Uh, Batterjal, on the other hand, a loss to Chris Gutierrez, who's really on a tear right now, but also went over Brandon Davis, your boy Kevin Natividad, and Guido Canetti. So a lot of um, mutual opponents here, but the losses have come to Arichi Lang and Chris Gutierrez, who, in my opinion, are better. Uh, and he probably learned a little bit more in those losses than Kyung Yo Kang has in his losses. I don't think he learned much from getting beat by Ronnie Yaya over the course of three rounds. Um, so, dead animal hat, Dana, 
Bonnergeau minus one thirty. We're letting that one rip. Yeah, make it great. All right, Andre Filo taking on Jake Matthews. Matthews at seventeen and five. Andre Filo at sixteen and four. Uh, we have Filo as the favorite here, minus one fifty taking on Matthews at a plus one thirty. A runner on rounds at two and a half. All the momentum Trey is on Filo's side right now. All of it. Right. right. But trains do have to stop at a certain point, right? Like momentum does have to run out. I think it runs out against Jake Matthews. Yeah, dude. Is that no? because the run it run it back boys? Is that why? Mm-mm. Not at all. I think Jake Matthews has faced better quality competition. I think Philo is prone to being taken down, and when Jake Matthews wants to wrestle, um, he can re- he can wrestle like a poor man's Khabib against opponents that have no takedown defense, and Philo can be taken down. Um, if if Michelle Pereira can take you down, Jake Matthews can take you down. I don't know if I agree with the the quality of competition thing though, because Jake Ooh. Matthews, outside of Sean Brady, like you know, you look at Andre Filo, he's faced um, Miguel Baeza, Michelle mm-hmm. Pereira, like you just said. He mm-hmm. has a relatively decent resume as well. Um, Andre Filo, I think, has been around the game a little bit longer. He presents a little bit more of a well-rounded game. I think Jake Matthews is, a little, is still super raw, dude. He's super raw. I think that's a misconception. I'm and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to correct you. I think that's a misconception. You have okay. Jake Matthews, he's literally been fighting in the UFC since 2014. You're coming up on 10 years in the promotion. Um his loss is so shorter. Right, cuz well cuz he came in as a baby. He came yeah. in as a baby. Um quality wins uh over Johnny Case, uh Bojan Volkacic at a team elevation, Ling Jiliang, um and wins over Emil Weber Meek and Diego Sanchez. Losses to Sean Brady, Anthony Rocco Martin, Kevin Lee, and James Vick when James Vick was pretty decent there for a while. Mm. I know. There was listen, you can hate on all you want, but there was a time where James Vick was actually pretty good. No, James Vick James Vick was good at boxing and fucking Jake Matthews got subbed via guillotine. Yeah. That's embarrassing. He had those long arms, bro. Dude, James Vick has the worst tattoo you can get. He has the fucking ball sack of boxing gloves yeah, on his right calf. Yeah. That's what he lives and dies by. And you're getting subbed by him? Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, I I just think Jake Matthews, if he can avoid getting clipped, uh, I think he, I think he's got all the tools to win this fight. Yeah. Is, is this a must play for me? No. No. Is am I sitting here going, oh, I love Jake Matthews in this spot? Also, no. Um Andre Filo by KO or TKO sub is probably a decent, decent play. You probably get that at plus two ten, maybe. I can look it up real quick if if you want to camp on it. But um I kinda like it. I kinda like it. I, I mean, I think that's his probably his path to victory. I don't see him winning it over three rounds. Mm. Um let's see here. See if I can find a, a line for it. Um, I, I like that. I just don't like Jake Matthews. I know you don't. You're this right. is going to sound super fucked up, but I feel like Aussies have been soft as of recently. Philo inside the distance is a plus <laughs> 110. I like it. I'm going to take Philo here, dude. Okay. Sorry. I mean, I guess for the sake of picking, yeah, sure. But I mean, it's not something I'm like I'm loving here. Oh yeah, I'm I'm loving it. 
You're loving those cutwaters. Uh, all right. Steve Garcia versus Hysir Mahashat. I think I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to lean with that. Uh, I'm going to let you go with this one because I don't know either of these cats, dude. Cool. And I don't yeah. take notes ever. I know you don't. Uh, Steve Garcia, basically, I mean, honestly, the last time we saw him out, beat the hell out of that Charlie Ontiveros. But we've already established that Charlie Ontiveros doesn't really uh, – it looks like a cartoon character, doesn't belong in the UFC. Lost to Luis Pena. You should like Steve Garcia because he's an LFA guy. Um, but, you know, really outside of that, you're, he's taken on Hysheer, who I admittedly know nothing about. I only thing I'm going to say to this is that Mahashat is a Dana White contender series guy. So to me, he's a fade. Ooh. So Steve Garcia, minus 170 against a Dana White contender series person. I'll take him. There is no okay. sound logic to it other than that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sung Wu Choi taking on Josh Kulabau. Sung Wu Choi to 10 4. Josh Kulabau at 9 1 and 1. Uh, Choi to minus 230 taking on Kulabau here to plus 195 over and rounds at 2.5. I like Sung Wu Choi. I like him. Uh, Kulabau looks good at times, uh, but he's one of those guys that seems to be without a real weight class. His body just can't figure out whether he wants to be big or little. Uh, Sung Wu Choi is pretty dialed in. My man is physically fit. Um, he's long and strong and bound to get some friction on. I think um, I think Sung Wu Choi gets done here. I like this fight in, to end inside the distance, actually. Yeah, I think with Sung Wu Choi, he's got that like Muay Thai style and the Ooh. high cardio tank. So that's someone that's going to come in and be able to exercise a lot of like volume output versus Josh Kulabau. He thinks about his shots a little bit, a little less of an output. Um, but I will say I like he's got a well-rounded game. Um, I just feel like, you know, call me whatever you want to call me. Hometown fight here, though, bro. Uh, high no, output, good cardio tank, not not hometown fight. Still not, not a hometown fight. Some is there anyone on this car that's a hometown fight? Nope. No way. I'm dead serious. So all uh, these fighters are traveling over there doing these crazy weight cuts and no one's getting a hometown fight? Well, they're not really traveling over there. I mean, some of these people are from China, which is pretty close. And then in instances here, like with Sung Woo Choi, he's from Korea, which is a little bit further away, but still very close. I don't get it. I don't get it, dude. Just It's a map. They're the crazy things. You just grab a map <laughs> and you find where Singapore is at and you see that it's not China. All right, whatever. Let's take Sung Woo Choi. There you go. All right. And then featured prelim of the evening. Brendan Allen taking on Jacob Malkoon. Malkoon at six and one. Brendan Allen at 18 and five. Probably this is a weird spot, right? Hmm. Brendan Allen's minus 305. Jacob Malkoon plus 255. Jacob Malkoon, training partner Robert Whitaker. I believe he's Whitaker's jujitsu coach or something like that. Hmm. Whitaker the only reason to, he's ever been in the UFC. Well, Whitaker was supposed to be on this card because he was going to fight uh, Vittori and they pushed that. But yet Malcoon stays on the card. Malcoon looked good last time out. Court McGee, workmanlike performance, um, just came in with the lunchbox and just went to work as far as just out cardio. And we lost, I think we went against him and yeah. lost money there because he got beat at the Fight Island card. He got knocked out immediately by um, yeah. somebody. I can't remember who. Abdul Razak Al Hassan, maybe? Mm, knocked him out. Someone. 
I can't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, he came out, looked look better his next fight. Brennan Allen plus 305. So Brennan Allen should have better hands. Brennan Allen should probably have better submissions, but I think that Jacob Malkoon will have better wrestling here. Um, oh, Malkoon. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brennan Allen is... Yeah, that flipped. No, I don't think so. I think Brennan Allen is content to try to fight off his back if he's in a disadvantaged position because he thinks he's got good ju- 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 yeah, good jujitsu. where Jacob Malkoon won't, um, won't really, you know, be dumb enough to get caught by anything Brendan Allen's throwing up off his back. Hmm. I, I think Brendan Allen should win this fight, but at minus 305, I don't really see the value there unless you like him inside the distance or by knockout because we've seen Malkoon can be slept. And then if you're on Malkoon, if you're going to take a money line, take a money line and take him by decision because I can see him grinding out another submission as well. Submission's got to be huge money. I'm just not on the the Malkoon train. I like Brendan Allen's game. I think outside of him liking to fight off his back, he's also someone that would like put his head on someone's hip and kind of just hold that position up against the cage and just get a lot of control time while kind of doing those little you know overhand rights to show some output. Mm-hmm. Um, he's savvy on the feet when he needs to be. He's just a very meat and potatoes everywhere. So I'm taking Allen, but I'm not really taking him because there's no value. Allen by Allen by KOTKO is at plus 350. Um, mm-hmm. Allen, let's see here. Hey, TKO sub. Allen inside the distance is at plus 105. Malkoon money line is what it is, but Malkoon by decision is at plus 800. Yeah, I'd rather go like TKO sub Allen, make it a little safer. Okay, plus 105 uh, for that. Yeah, but we can't put a quarter of a unit on Malkoon by decision. No, it's plus eight hundred. He's Australian. So what? I know. I know. We're putting, <laughs> putting it on the card. We're putting it on small prop, small sprinkle. Malkoon no, by it's not, it's not Mal- on the slip. Yes, it is Malkoon. All right. Well, if it's not on the slip. It'll be on our bet MMA tips profile. Which, if you guys don't follow all of our bets. Uh, if you want to see our unit plays in association to the plays that we make on Saturday, you can do so by following us on betmma.tips. Um, just search Punchlist MMA Podcast on there. You can follow us along uh, or follow along with us there, and you can see our unit plays as we third-party track all of our stuff. We also update our record, uh, just the record itself, on our Instagram profile. If you don't follow us on Instagram, you can do so at Punchlist MMA. Twitter, Punchless MMA. Shoot us an email if you want to do that. Chat at Punchless MMA. Uh, we have got currently, as it stands right now, three cappers uh, tentatively scheduled in for the upcoming events that we'll be bringing on to help break down a few fights. Uh, we'll also, once we get unshadow banned, we'll be start doing some Instagram live stuff again with you guys. Um, we just can't seem to stay in the good graces of the church as far as that's concerned. Um, anything else, Trey? It's insanity, guys, by the way. Follow us on Instagram. Our downloads for this episode will be more than the people that follow us on Instagram. Facts. That is shocking. It's a big Just fact. go on Instagram. We don't post anything sexy. You're not going to get anything from it, but it's going to help us. You are going to get our plays, which we went 9-1 and one on last week. Just follow us on Instagram. Be self-serving for a second. Explain why it's important. Because if you follow us, the the larger we can show that our reach is, 
right? Like we get more, if you, if you give us more thumbs up on the videos, it helps it. It helps the YouTube algorithm. Then it gets more views. If you follow us on Instagram or Twitter, we get more followers. If we can show that we have a more diverse reach, right? Because we can go and we say, Hey, how many thousands of downloads we get, but we only get 200 views on YouTube. And then we'll get, we have a couple thousand followers on Instagram or whatever the case may be. When we try to like, truthfully, we want to reach out to like Cutwater and have like, if, if, if we're at 50,000, we're undeniable, right? Mm-hmm. 3000, we're deniable. That's what it is. Self-serving. Help us make more money. Help us, help us do this. Right. Um, Guys, yeah. help us. Help Just us. fucking help us. Austin <laughs> says, more important, what's the update on the new shirt? The new shirt that's coming out will be the Caucus Mountain Warrior t-shirt. Mm-hmm. We Do you want to post the design for it this week? Mm, possibly. I'm possibly. going on vacation, by the way. Oh, that's right. You're going to Hawaii in two days. You'll be gone for a week? Nine days. Nine days. All right. But you're still going to record on Tuesday? Yes. With okay. a Mai Tai in hand and obliterated. Like, you're getting two-cell brain tray. Gotcha. Kind of like what you're getting right now. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So we'll get with Roy, get a timeline. Once we get the timeline, we'll post the design. But yep. know that the next shirt that's coming out is the Caucus Mountain Warrior t-shirt. Yee. Yeah. All right. Um, so anything else for the people? You know, just an always ending bang, bang.